Yeah. There's so much information available at our fingertips. We're hit with ideas, buzzwords, and theories countless times a day. This is our attempt to dive a little deeper so complex topics become easier to understand. And our world becomes a little clearer. We'll tell you less. So you'll understand more. This is season two. Yeah. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back and we've got a guest. Yes. So I didn't say my name. This is Maggie. (laughs) And I'm Mallory. And we've got a guest named Amy Flowers. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So AKA Shafe Baby. Amy and I go way back from our service industry days. Somebody's blowing up. Um, She and I used to sling Bloody Marys every Sunday, hungover as fuck, but we made it through and it bonded us for life. Yes. Yes. And we're both from Wisconsin. Well, or spent a large chunk of time there. We grew up in some capacity in Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 Well, welcome. Thank you. Glad to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Big fan. Yay. And today we're going to be talking about OnlyFans. Yeah. Yes. Or rather, should I do OnlyFans? Because I have been considering it. I cannot wait. And I did not know a lot about OnlyFans other than people make bank on it. And you are also, Amy, considering OnlyFans. Yes. And by considering, I'm working on getting my account approved currently. So you are doing it. I am doing it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll start off with maybe what's everybody's understanding of OnlyFans. Like, what do you think of when you think of OnlyFans? Uh, Well, I think about a lot of sexual stuff and selling it. But... Ryan keeps on chirping in my ear and being like, well, there's like fighters that will sell, sell you content that's not sexual. Like you can learn MMA from some MMA fighter and you just pay for the content. So he just keeps on coming back to that part. So I think it's, I don't know a ton about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like I know, and A, I did not know there was non-sexual things you could do on it. So that's news to me. But I knew that you could do sexual things on there and or not sexual and just pictures and of your body that you can yes. sell for money. Yes. So that's what I know about it. Both are correct. OnlyFans is a social network that allows creators to monetize their content and sell it directly to fans. There's no stipulation that it has to be sexual in nature. However, it was started by a guy who worked in, his name was Timothy Stokely. He worked in the porn industry. He had created other websites. So it was created with kind of sexual content in mind, but it doesn't have to be. Mm, Interesting. Yes. I mostly know about OnlyFans, just the ridiculous amount of money you can make from it. Yeah. So to give you some an idea of the money that's on there black china reportedly um made 240 million dollars in 2021 alone that is so much money it is bonkers do we know like what she was selling i don't know i don't believe she has her account anymore i do believe it was sexual in nature but i don't know for sure Okay, and I yeah. you, you talked about Black China a couple times, and yeah. in my head I keep on thinking of China, like the Xena War. Is that is that the same? Black China is the okay pop culture. She <laughs> dated Rob Kardashian, okay, this the brother of Kim Kardashian, yeah. and had a baby with him. Okay, um, she was a stripper, I believe. I think so. Yeah. 
So she was in the like sex worker industry. So I do believe her content was in that nature. But again, I have not seen it. Um, Cardi B is also on OnlyFans and she was offering more behind the scenes. She's also like pretty sexually, sexual generally. Yeah. Yeah. But she earned in that same year, $108 million. I mean, yes, (laughs) I like, uh, I mean, a lot of money. How much are they getting paid per transaction? Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get into this. Okay. Okay. But let me back up. I forgot that I know about OnlyFans. I think I'm a, I know it from OnlyFans from Euphoria, Euphoria, the HBO show Mm -hmm. where like a teenage girl is doing OnlyFans and she's got a guy that is like super interested in her and he just keeps on sending her buttloads of money just to sit and talk with him in lingerie. So in some like. Yes. sexual capacity. So let's get into like how it works. Okay. So another idea of money, because not everybody makes hundreds of millions of dollars, but Business Insider recently published an article in April. They spoke to eight creators and they made anywhere from $143,000 a year to $5.4 million. That's not chump change. It is not chump change. And a lot of these people did not have necessarily a following prior to starting OnlyFans. Like Black China or like a celebrity would. Yeah. So, um, OnlyFans, you can make money in a variety of ways. There's first subscriptions. So in order to unlock content, you pay a monthly or an annual fee. Okay. The creators determine what that fee is. So it can range. You can have a thousand subscribers. You could charge $12. I could charge $4. Yeah. It's really up to the creator. Um, there's pay per views for content. So on their feeds, cause it's a social network, you have the option to put additional content behind a paywall. Oh. So there's kind of different levels that you can offer. And so it's in addition to costs. the subscription, you have to pay for more exclusive stuff. Yeah. It okay. could be a holiday special. It could be, you know, like Ooh. something else. Then there's also messaging on OnlyFans. So you can pay to message your favorite content. Okay. Here's a Creator. question. Do yeah. you have to pay to message or is it part of like the subscription? So you normally pay per message. There's a per message fee or sometimes the the creator can offer a flat fee. Okay. Like to pay, like for a year you can message me and it's X dollars. Does that guarantee responses? So creators have been, um, relying on ghostwriters to help with their responses. Yeah. That's if you're really doing well though. Part of the benefit, like some of the interviews I've read, the reason a lot of people who have worked in the traditional sex like industry like this is because of that relationship. You're that's your customer interaction. Yeah. So you want to respond. You want to build that because you want them to keep coming back. Yeah. All right. Then there's tips so you can earn more money. So like one um, I watched this documentary that's on Hulu, came out a few years ago, and one woman was like, if a person, like if a guy sends me a dick pic, I ask that they tip me $20. Like if you're going to send me something, tip me. But you can tip for whatever you want. You could be like, I just really like that video. Here's some money. Or, or like, I might want you to do this. Here's some money. I mean, I would let people send me dick pics all day if they paid me right. to look at that. <laughs> right? She's like, tip me $20. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's also different marketing tactics. So there's what they call like shout outs or like promos. So you can 
if you have a bigger following, Amy, I can pay you to shout me out to help me get followers. So there is a little like cross marketing that can Uh, happen. Product placement. Yes. And then a recent area that they've also broken out to is coaching. So successful OnlyFans creators will coach other OnlyFans creators on how to market themselves. I feel like that's a social media thing in general. It's not just OnlyFans. Like there's an industry now of like, let me teach you how to be better on Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn. Like it's a whole industry in of itself. Yes. Um, So OnlyFans, so creators earn 80%. OnlyFans takes 20% of whatever they make. So they take 20%. Okay. OnlyFans takes 20%. Okay. Yes. Including like the tips and all the different levels. You know, I think it's most, I don't know that it's tips. Actually. Okay. I know for sure it's like subscriptions and the other fees, but I don't mm. think it, I don't think it's tips. Okay. So John, Amy's husband was talking about this earlier and then he was saying that the people do like the Venmo on the back end. Kind of like, you know, if you're, mm. if you work on Rover, you create that connection yes. and then you're like, Hey, just pay me directly through Venmo instead of them taking their share. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That happens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the OnlyFans CEO, it's no longer the founder. It's actually a woman. Yes. Oh, it's uh-huh. so girl. Get it. Yes. Yeah. She <laughs> said in October of 2022 that the company had paid out. $10 billion to creators since its founding in 2016. That's so incredible. six years, $10 billion. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. What's the, what's like the founder's story? Like, was she, well, no, the, she's founder not the founder, founder. The guy. Yeah. Yeah. so he oh, had created some websites. This is from Wikipedia. So Got take it. it with a grain of salt, okay. but he had founded some websites. He was not doing great. Yeah. He borrowed money from his dad. And his dad was like, this is the last loan I'm going to give you. And he created OnlyFans. How much, like, does he still own it? He sold 75% of it um, before the pandemic, actually. How much did he make? I don't know. I feel like that was really dumb to sell it before the pandemic. Yeah, but you wouldn't have known the pandemic was coming. But yes, it, like, people being home and... Lonely. Lonely. Blew up OnlyFans. Yeah. At the same time, you remember the song by Beyonce? Um, I think it was Savage that came out, but she mentioned OnlyFans in it. Oh. That helped also legitimize it. Oh. Yeah. So OnlyFans now has over 2 million creators on it. Wow. It is huge. Um, but like Ryan said, it is not limited to pornographic content. I think at one point... Michael B. Jordan was going to start one for his mustache and then like donate the earnings because it was like a fad that was happening. Like it's fun. Yeah. Some people don't get naked. Some people get a little naked. Some people straight up have sex and it like, it's what people have sex on there. Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered that like what levels of content were available. All levels. All levels. All levels. off the table. Threesomes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's on there. Feet picks. That's on there. You get to pick. So I think, Okay, so now my question is, would you consider, knowing this income potential and that you can put whatever content you want out there, but let's say for sexual content, would you consider it? Would I consider it for sexual content? Yes. I don't know. 
I mean, I am actively in progress <laughs> of getting it set up, so I feel like I'm. But a little, okay, what are you? What are, well, you have a theme? But we, but I, so sexual in nature of the, because I have really cute feet, so I am like, <laughs> you know what? I want to buy a house. I need a little money. Like right. these feet are cute, and you know what? If I want to share my feet with the world and make some money off it. Let's do it. If I don't have to show my face, yeah, like I'm totally down. Like let's make some money. But if I could make a little bit more money by introducing a second party mm. into the feet pics and or videos, then I'm open to that as well. Okay, by second party you mean somebody else's feet. Like let's do the foot job or you know. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, or food or thing, you know, like, yeah. like putting food on your feet. Yes. Like drizzling it with honey. Like That's dipping a- your feet in ketchup. Like people are into some really ketchup. odd things. You I do know? not like have the feet for that. <laughs> like ranch, like a ranch yeah. drizzle. Ugh. So, okay. Yeah. So I'd kind of be open to doing anything with my feet. Okay. Okay. As long as it does not involve my face. Your face. You want to stay anonymous. I would like to stay anonymous. Which is recommended for safety, which we'll get into. Okay. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'll show my butt. I'll do butt butt photos. Yeah. Butt stuff. But I'm like, to make, same, I would like to make a big chunk of money pretty easily, pretty quickly. Like, could I do it by selling my butt? Not my actual butt, but <laughs> <laughs> the photos of my butt, you know, and keep it anonymous. Yes. But then looking into it, I'm like, is that really going to get me the cash that I want? Like, is that truly, or do I have to give more in order to get that payout? Like if I'm truly doing it for that income. Yeah. yeah. And so in my head, like I'm not financially motivated by it. I'm pretty secure financially, but I do want passive income. And to me, like, I would rather pursue passive income versus I feel like OnlyFans is not passive. You actually have to work to get followers. You have to work to create that content. You have to work to talk to these people. It seems emotionally and mentally draining to me. Yes. Mm. So these are, that's great transition to <laughs> our next part, which is our consi- my considerations, like what I was looking into when I was thinking about doing this. So like, now I know how it works. Here's our, here are things you have to think about. And this is based on like different interviews with OnlyFans, people, creators. So one, of course, is the income pot- potential. Mm-hmm. Like check, love that. That goes into the pro list. One thing, it is a gig. It's temporary. It's not like there's any guarantee. Yeah. It's not like it's going to be health insurance, right? Like it's not a job. Right. It's a gig. There's safety is a concern. Yeah. So... So most, some people recommend staying as anonymous as possible. Others are like, no, build your brand. You can decide, but try and stay as anonymous as possible. And like, obviously don't include photos that give any indication of where you might be. Um, because with anything, when you're out in the public, there's risk of like harassment and stalking. And there's always creepers lurking. Oh my gosh. Another way. Um, and like I said earlier, that connection is really important. So it's like, you want to stay anonymous, but you want to be approachable. Like you want to have a relationship with your fans. Right. So you can't be absent from being the creator. Uh-huh. Um, obviously it's the internet. The internet has a very long memory. So that's something yeah. to think about. Like, even though there's a paywall, even though you are anonymous, it's still, like, there's no real privacy 
right? Like that could be screenshotted, that could be shared, that will live on forever. Yeah. So that's something to consider. That's like, that had me like a little like, okay, good to know. You can't really take it back. Yeah. When yeah. socials came out, like I remember when I was in my twenties and they were like, be very cautious of what you put on Facebook or LinkedIn. Cause it literally a girl was presenting and everybody in the audience looked, Googled her name. And the first thing that came up was her in a bathing suit wasted. And like, it just destroyed her credibility as a presenter. And so I get that 100%. I think it's changed. I think yeah. just like tattoos and piercings in the professional setting are more normal. I do think that there's still a stigma on some components of what yes. you do on social social media. Yes. So that's another consideration is the stigma of being a sex worker. Because you are. If you, yeah. Whether you're selling feet pics or butt pics or having like creating porn, you are well, order. even if you're on OnlyFans and you're not creating sexual content, there's the stigma that you are creating sexual content. Sure. Yeah. Or that whatever content you're creating, you are selling. So. When I was wondering, too, yeah. like, you know, now that they're like, is that stigma really still there? So, like, if people at your work found out that you were on OnlyFans, like, can yes. you get in trouble for that? Or is it like, hey, man, I'm just making a little extra dough on the side and you don't need to worry about it. I think that's one thing to think about. There is what does that stigma mean to the people that are close to you, the relationships that you have, and then you care about their opinion, but also potential future relationships, employers, other people, you know, that may come into your life. Well, and we talked about this because Mallory's single and it's like the, and I would love for legend to chime in on this is like, so Mallory's single, does it, reduce the population of men that would be willing to date her right because she is on OnlyFans. one it's a little bit different because flower or amy is married and he's like yeah let's make some money like right but they're already together so share the feet with the world yeah (laughs) he's like get that bag girl get that bag make that money (laughs) your money is our money baby hell yeah (laughs) yes well also if i decide to do it then I'm not going to want to date somebody who doesn't support that. So it probably does eliminate it versus now if I date someone and they're like, I don't want my partner to do that. Right. It's not really a factor if I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. You know? So it changes it a little bit. Yeah. But it's like a consideration. Yes. Like we were having this conversation yeah. the other day and I was like, one, I'm in a relationship and it'd be more, it would be a different conversation. Cause it's like, what do you think? Because we're doing something, making a decision together like you and John did. Yeah. But then for you, it's like, well, is that like, if I want a relationship and that's a big goal of mine, then like, am I reducing my chances of that goal? Right. Right. Well, it's also, I mean, I, I look at my, mine as like a temporary, unless I, you know, I hit it big and I'm like Cardi B making $104 million. I might keep it up, but well, like, no, I'm doing it for a year and then I'm done. I'm like, right? that's enough. That's what I mean. So it's like a temporary way to make money, Yeah, but yeah. I guess that's the risk if you, but it can have a long-term impact. Right? Yeah. Which also brings us to your mental health. Yeah. Oh. That's so, the part. Yeah. So psychology, there's obviously risk of being sexually harassed, validation. There's like validation, seeking it, getting Mm -hmm. it. There's positives and negatives to that. I think it could be very empowering to kind of own your body in that way. But there's also the negative pieces. So psychology today did surveyed a bunch of OnlyFans creators and 34% said they experienced negative physical and mental health consequences, Mm. um, including anxiety, depression, shame, fear, and low Mm. self-esteem. They say sex work in general is linked. Um, 
to mental health issues. And a 2022 study published in Sexuality and Culture found that sex workers were likely to internalize the stigma associated with Mm. sex work. And they would feel lonelier as a result. Um, And those were mostly women, obviously, that are in the sex work industry. Yeah. It's Mm. such a, like, I get that. I feel it 100% because Instagram, like, Instagram's like a baseline level of social, social media. And it's like the external validation you get from likes or comments. Like I remember like when I first started getting heavy on it, I was like, Oh, this is great. This is great. And then you'd constantly check it and you get this kind of sense of anxiety. So like then putting yourself out there even more vulnerably and putting your body out there and then relying on that validation for me would be too much. Like, it's just, I don't have enough. I don't think mental fortitude to say like Mm. I'm delineating between my only fans life and my personal life because the, the validation is just, it'd be yeah. so hard to do that and balance it. For some reason, I'm not as off put by that potential because I think, I think, yes, it would impact me. I don't think I would be like, I don't know what the word is, but like, why can't I think about it? Like, I don't think I would not be affected by yeah. the if mental health piece, yeah. but I think I could compartmentalize. Yeah. I think I would seek help. Like I would seek a therapist to like help me with it. Like I know there are tools that I can use. Yeah. And also if it's a side gig, you have the freedom to walk away. Right. So I, I like, yes, that is a risk. It wasn't as big as a con to me. Yeah. What about you, Amy? It's kind of curious too, because I think it could influence like relationship dynamics too. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, I think until we get into it and like kind of know what, like, I have no idea what to expect or what these like messages could turn out to be. Like, you know, I'm thinking of it in probably a very vanilla way where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to post some pics and people are going to send me money. But you don't realize that like the messages you're yeah. going to get. And like yeah. the plan was, you know, that I'll have my husband filter through them all. Cause I'm like, yeah, you read all that. I'm not going to do it. So, like, you know, I guess you won't really know, too, until you kind of see what you get. Because right. you just never know, I think, with anything you're putting right. yeah. out there. Like, but I, I feel like I know. It's just my feet. So, like, mm. you don't know, like, I'm cool. You don't have to. But My feet aren't for anyway. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and you can define your own boundaries of right. what that is. Like, if somebody messages you something and you're like, hey, these are my guidelines and... If you cross that, then I'm not going to interact with you. Like you can have that power. It's not going to stop it. You can't control people and it might limit your income potential, but boundaries is a key word. I'm not, I have been learning to work on boundaries, but if you're good at boundaries, I feel like you could be potentially successful in like bifurcating the personal and OnlyFans account. But for me, that's not a strong suit. So it makes sense. Now here are the things that I struggled the most with, like trying to wrap my head around this. Because I started to come up with, like, an idea of what my page would be beyond just, like, butt photos. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, I can have fun with this. Like, one of the ideas I had was, like, I can wear different lingeries and, like, make cocktails. Like, that's what you could do. It doesn't have to be sexual. I could just, like, wear something revealing and sexual nature and do cocktails. Like, have a little, 
I don't know, make a character. Like wear a I mean, Santa outfit and make uh, a holiday drink. Exactly. I'm with this. Right? Like different colors. <laughs> like my like my lingerie could match the color of the cocktail. You know, like yeah. it could be themed, themed. it could be different yeah. places. Or you could have people request cocktails or like yes. what's your favorite drink? Let or, me shake that real yeah, hard for you, John. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. And like I would talk to the camera and it'd be like a conversation, like they're coming home from work and I'm making them a cocktail. Like I would make it very yeah. personable. So I was like, oh, that's, I love the creative side, but this is a business. It is a business that you are doing and the product is your body. Right. You are the product that you're selling much like influencers on Instagram sells products or much like one would say we sell our mind to the corporation we work for. Right. Right. But this, in this business, you are the product that people are buying. And I think that's the biggest hang up to me is like, oh, that feels so much more intimate than say my mind or physical labor. If I go and shovel something or build something, it is like, oh, you're buying this, this very personal piece of me. You're buying me. That feels weird. Yeah. That, that is harder for me to like grass like it's interesting that you say that because when you said you buy like the mind you're more willing to give away which to me I was like I don't want to sell my mind to a corporation but I do 100% (laughs) right but to me it's not emotional it's not intimate like I'm figuring out how to make a video I'm figuring out how to sell a product but I'm not it's not an emotional side of me where my body and a sexual nature feels more emotional yeah well, uh, I think there's a lot of pressure too, like that you would feel if like it's a full, like you're doing like a live, like make drinks and like, then you have to talk and like, you know, that to me feels like way more of an emotionally heavy commitment than like just taking pictures of your butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like that would stress me out more because then you'd like, I have to practice and yeah, then you're opening yourself up to criticism in multiple ways there was a line i read from um uh, an advice i was like looking for research on this like a different reddit conversations or like people asking other people should i do this and one person was like you could be the juiciest peach out there but some people still don't like peaches yeah and i was like that is fair it's not for everyone that is a brilliant analogy right i like that right so you're selling a body and people might not like it which fine it's not for everyone but it's still like yourself yeah uh the other part that i was hung up on is like this shit is a lot of work yeah it is not so simple like yes you can just post those photos but you got to be creative you got to keep doing it if you want to maintain it yeah and a lot of people were saying you have to market yourself if you don't have a following you got to figure out a way to get one Mm -hmm. so that's where they will post on other platforms that are easily accessible like Reddit or Instagram and drive people to their OnlyFans page. So there's like a marketing. Again, you have to create the product that you're selling. Right. You have to create your own brand so people know what they're paying for. And so they keep coming back for it. Um, you got to figure out your price point, as I said. You're, people I don't want to pay cre- for things. You're not only yeah. creating a business, you're creating content. Yep. And so like one, the product is yourself, then you have to create content and then you have to actually build a business around it. Yes. It's a lot of work. I said, the next line I wrote is you are the CEO, the chief marketing officer, the financial director, the creative director, and you are also the product. You are everything. Even if your business grows and a lot of creators do that, hire assistants, et cetera, then you're managing people too. That's true. It's a lot of work to Uh, be 
to earn a decent income. Yeah. I don't think content create, I think some people don't give content creators enough credit for how much effort and mentally exhausting being one of those can be. Yes. It is a slow grind. It is not a get rich quick. Some people have luck, but those are some people, not everyone. Right. And more often than not, you're not making the hundred million right out the door or the hundred thousand right out the door. And the more the markets get saturated, the harder you have to work. Yes. So you have to grind. Yeah. So that, so those were my biggest hiccups. Like, do I really want to put in all this effort? And then do I want to sell my body in some way? So did you come to a conclusion? Like I you, did. So the question for this episode was, yeah, should I do it? Should Mallory do OnlyFans? And yes. what, what's your answer? What do you think I should? Oh my gosh. I mean, depending on the idea, I mean, I say yes. Okay. Because I feel like you try it, see how it goes. You like it? It's working? Cool. If you don't like it, get out of there. Like, I I don't know. I look at it for me, and then maybe that, you know, I have the benefit of it's an add on to what I'm already doing, which I know a lot of people don't have, but, you know, why not try it? If it gives you a little extra money, you like it? Cool. If you don't, stop. All right. Maggie, what do you think? Uh, I know I want to hear Legend's perspective, so we got to get him mic'd in here. Um, <laughs> I think if it were me, I'd say it's way too much fucking work. Like it's mentally exhausting. I, I'm not strong at boundaries. I'm not really good at differentiating. The external validation would be a mind fuck for me. And like, I already have a full-time job. We're doing a podcast and I go to school. No, thank you too much. Okay. Legend. You got to give him a microphone. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll say is I am totally in the camp of you not doing it. Uh, <laughs> and um, that's because, I don't know, my own like personal views and stuff on that sort of, uh, that sort of industry, I just uh, would not like to see my friend do it. Um, but also, I think it is a lot of work, and it does sound um, mentally draining and emotionally draining. And I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of assholes on the internet. Yeah, a lot of mean people, and um, you know, heck, with my own like personal stuff, like I'm on social media just because of music and stuff. And you do get a lot of like you you never uh, you see a lot of the good comments, but then the bad ones always kind of stick to you. So I'm sure like. OnlyFans would be a place for like small things to really get in your head. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't think you should. I think it's a lot of work and I think, uh, I think there's, there's other things that can make you like a quick buck and it's not as good, but I like Rover. It, you, (laughs) (laughs) hold on, hear me out. You, you're, you're, you are in charge of walking all the dogs and, uh, you're, you're out there on the streets. Um, you're like your own business, and uh, shit, it's it's exhausting, and you know, not showing your butthole. <laughs> you get to see a lot of dog butthole. Dog buttholes, yeah. yeah. So it's to me, OnlyFans is appealing not only because of the money that you can earn, but because I do think it would be very empowering to like use your body in that way and creative. However. I am not quite comfortable yet with my body being a product and putting it out in that way. 
I think that is fair. And I don't feel as inspired to put in the grind <laughs> now that I've read about it. It is a lot of work. And so if I'm not totally inspired or yet right now and not quite comfortable, I'm going to hold off on creating All right. my brilliant idea. I do like Olivia Twist. Yeah. And also one last point is... <laughs> Well, last point is like for the slight chance that, uh, you know, Mallory's in her 60s living in Wisconsin and she wants to run for like local mayor. <laughs> uh, and then people are going to pull, pull something up from like 30 years ago and be like, well, here you are. You cannot be the mayor of uh, what's what's the town you guys are Milwaukee. from? Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> The town of Milwaukee, I guess. City of Milwaukee. Is it a city? <laughs> okay, well, I'm from High Point, North Carolina, but I was running for mayor. I would definitely support sex workers. But yes. So if I that was in my past, I would own like I would own it. I think. But it is a consideration. Yeah. I mean, this podcast will be used yeah. on my and maybe campaign. You know, I'll let you know. I mean, yeah. look, it's taken us two months to even set up an account. We're continuously still not putting content right. out there doing anything. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll for, see. For me right now, it's not for me. Yeah. But everybody else, go get your bag if that's yeah. what you want. Heck yeah. Go yeah. get some money. Yeah. I support your feetsies. Thank I, you. I do They're too. They're cute. Just look at them. Oh, oh do you want to, yeah. do you want to share your OnlyFans name? Oh, well, it's not out there yet because we yeah. keep getting rejected, but it will be Ginger Toesies. <laughs> Because my husband's a ginger and, you know, toes. So. That's cute. <laughs> Link yeah. and description in the bio, uh, <laughs> in the podcast notes. You can check it all out. And I will say my mixologist-themed whatever would be named Olivia Twist. So no one steal it. Yeah. I still have the rights to that. I, but brilliant but, ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Good content. It's yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us as we try to learn more about this world. You can find all our resources linked in the show notes. We are not experts, but we try to learn from them. If you have a topic you'd like to know more about, let us know on Instagram at Tell Me Less Podcast. Until next time. We're glad to be back. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. So thank you much for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I like that.